Hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 420 of the show. This is a training I did all on culture. And I think this is a training I did for Eric Worre. Don't mark my words on that because I know I train for that man a lot. But I really think that's what this one is. So I think you're going to love it. I would definitely recommend taking notes. It is a very thorough training teaching you how to spread culture throughout your organization. And I know a lot of you are looking for that as your business scales. What you're hearing on this episode of the podcast is me training a network marketing team. Anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. And if you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please understand it's very hard work. And by no way are my results typical. So a couple cool things. We have a $2,500 giveaway coming. We're almost at 2,300 five-star reviews of the show. So make sure you get those reviews in so we can do our $2,500 giveaway. I'm excited to see who excited to see who wins that. I mean, that's going to be really exciting. I want to see what you get, what you get, what you get. Make sure you follow the link, the very first link in the show notes. And if you have a hard time finding it, just DM me on Instagram at I'm Boss Lee. I'll send you the link for it. It's just a link for a private Telegram chat where we will do 54321. There'll be a random Zoom link that pops into a thread and then off and away we go. And there will be a pop-up training that I know a lot of you are going to get a ton of value out of. So make sure you subscribe to that channel. There's no spam in it. And feel free to share that with your teams. Lastly, if you're looking forward to me training a network marketing team of yours, shoot an email over to askjessielee at gmail.com. As long as you can have 100 people on a Zoom, I will train your team for free. So you can send this to your upline, let them know, whatever. Real estate teams I do trainings for all the time. Sales teams in general I do trainings for all the time. So whatever you guys need, you let me know. So like I said, this training's all on culture. I think a lot of you are going to love it. And if you do, I just ask you screenshot it. Please put in your story whenever you get a huge takeaway. Tag me. Maybe write some of your takeaways. Tag some friends. And just know I really love and appreciate every single one of you. It means a lot to me that you support the show. And I hope you love this episode number 420 on building culture. That is, I know, look, I know what it's like to, to be you. And I say that because I might not know exactly what it's like to be you as a person. Uh, by the way, you can drop in the chat maybe where you're watching from. That'd be cool to see because it looks like we have a lot of diversity going on over here. But I do know what it's like to feel like you're trying to fit in somewhere. And I do know what it's like to feel like you're new and you're scared and you're not entirely sure where this business can go. And maybe you're trying to get your footing together and you're trying to make it your own. And I use all those words to say that's one of my favorite things about the network marketing profession is that every single one of you can make this whatever you want it to be, okay? And that's where culture comes in, you know? And and all I'm really trying to say about that is if you don't like something about your business, understand you have the ability to make your business whatever you want your business to look like. You know, if you want a team that everybody has colored hair, you know, you can do that. If you want a team where everybody, you know, uses the internet only, you can do that. If you want a team where everybody builds in person, though it might be a little more difficult right now, you can do that. You know, whatever it is you want, whatever you want to be known for, you can do all those things. So I do have a PowerPoint presentation I'm going to go through, which we all know Jesse Lee is the worst with technology. If you don't know, now you know. But I'm going to try that. But there are actually things that I want to, uh, that are in addition to this PowerPoint that I do want to start with. And some of you might be thinking this isn't that important, Jesse Lee. Like, why does it actually matter that I build a culture? Why does it, like, what's the big deal? And so... I will tell you, 
Everybody's looking for where they belong. And if you can create something that is so loud and so big and so obvious that it starts to draw the masses, you're able to create whatever it is you want. People, I know people have said this, so I'll say it too. People are not actually joining your business. They're not actually joining your company. They're not actually trying to sell your product, although they will do all these things. What they're doing is they're looking for somebody that they they know, that they like, and that they trust. And when I say they're looking for people that they know, like, and trust, it's not even just you anymore. It's do they see themselves in your organization? Do they see themselves as a human, as their best version of themselves, growing and developing into a better person with you? That's what this is about. That's why culture is important. You want something people latch onto. And so I didn't put this in the presentation, but I really want to share it with you because it's something that I've adopted over the last couple of, uh, maybe like nine months or something like that. And I feel like it's been forever since I saw my good friend Marina. It hasn't been that long, but you know, we're in this time warp. Uh, anyway, and I, I really want to talk about this and I want to talk about core values. Write that down. Hopefully you're taking notes. I'm sure you are because we don't trust a long memory. We trust a short pencil, right? But what are your core values? And all you really need to know is what do you want to be known for? What do you want your organization to be known for? What do you want people to associate you with? Does this make sense to everybody? You can throw a yes in the chat. Because let me tell you something. We probably, I can't see your beautiful faces. I wish I could. So thank you for chatting in the chat because it gives me energy. Okay. I'm going to guess I don't look like Celeste. I don't look look like Cherie. I don't look like Mary. I don't look like Janie. I don't look look like Lilani. I don't look like Melissa. I don't look like Tina. I don't look look like Eduarda. I don't look like... Teresa, I don't look like Amber, I don't look like Joy, I don't look like Sonia, I don't look like Astrid, I don't look like Natalie, but my number one core value is empathy. So we don't need to look alike, and we don't need to talk alike, and we don't need to speak the same language, and we don't need to come from the same country. And we don't need to have the same political beliefs. And we don't need to have the same religious beliefs. And we don't need to have the same cultural beliefs in our day-to-day. But I see you. And I want to know you. And when you look at our organization with our number one core value being empathy, I actually would, you don't have to pick the word empathy as your core value, and maybe you're not empathetic at all, so it's not fitting you at all, but this is a group of women. So I'm going to guess a lot of you are resonating with the word empathy. I want you to think with somebody who has gone through life and never felt like they were heard might think about your company and your organization if they thought to themselves, well, I don't look anything like her, but she makes me feel safe. She makes me feel understood. She makes me feel like I can be me. She makes me feel like I matter. 
And when it comes to culture, that's always going to be number one for me. Now, when it comes to core values, I want you to decide on a couple of things that work really well for you that fit what, it, what matters to you and to your heart. And here's how you are going to decide whether or not you, in, you, you do something in your business. It, it'll, it should be the decision maker for if you say yes to something or if you say no to something. Anything. You need to figure out what your core values are. And from your core values, what I want you to do is anytime somebody presents you with something, ask yourself, does it fit inside of our core values? Hmm. So if somebody presented me with an opportunity to talk for you, all of you, with most powerful women, with this accelerator program, with this badass panel, with Marina Wari, I think to myself, does that fit inside of core values? Well, one of our core values is excellence, okay? So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, fits inside of that one, okay? Fits inside of that one. I'm gonna go ahead and show up for the excellent Marina Wari and the Wari family and the Network Marketing Pro community, and I'm gonna show people a standard of excellence. Does that make sense? So if somebody says something to you like, um, like well, I'll use, uh, I'll, maybe you choose a core value of, um, I don't know, integrity, okay? Let's say you choose integrity as a word, right? Really great value. And somebody says, oh, hey, you know, I have been talking to, I've been talking to Janie about joining the company, but then I found you, Jessica, and, um, you know, I was just wondering, like, is there a special deal you'll give me if I join you instead of Janie? Um, that would not be in alignment with a core value of integrity. The answer would be no. That is not in alignment with who I am in the organization I run. Your rep is Janie. You'll love her. And then you edify Janie, give it back to Janie, and do the right thing, right? Now, maybe you're, you, you get the point. So an exercise I would love for all of you to do when we leave here today, because I'm going to give you a lot to do probably, but this is a really important one. Figure out what maybe your three to five core values of your organization are, okay? Figure out what your three to five core values of your organization are. And if you don't know, go ask your social media for some words. Go ask your social media, hey, when you think of some of the best businesses, what are some really awesome business practices that you see that you resonate with? Would you share those with me and see what you get, okay? All of these things are super important and I really find that if anytime I do something, I look back at what I'm doing and I say, does this fit in alignment with what I want the culture of my organization to be? Everything is more powerful, okay. So now is where Jesse Lee is going to really try <laughs> to share a PowerPoint and we're going to hope 
that it works because guys, I am just not it when it comes to social, to whatever this is. So we're going to go, go, go. Um, and we're going to, I don't even know what is this. Is it doing a thing? I don't know. I feel like my computer is crashing. So that's always good. Okay. All right. So if you guys can let me know in the chat, if this is working, um, that would be awesome because actually I don't even know if my chat's working properly because I really think something's wrong with my computer. You know, you would think <laughs> top burner in network marketing. She's got it going on. No, no, I don't look, here we go. No, already screwing up. Here we go. All right. Now the chat's in the center of my screen. So I'm just going to hope I can see through the chat. I, I am so good at this. Okay. Content is king. You've probably heard this and I will tell you I'm a content machine. I assume all of you do not follow me and that is not a problem. Uh, but I will tell you, I am a content monster. All right. I produce more content in the network marketing space than anyone that I know of. Um, I put out a podcast every single day. I post on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at least three times a day. I do my YouTube channel. Uh, I do everything. I am a monster. I do about 25 to 50, um, Instagram and Facebook stories. Um, a day as well. I am a monster when it comes to content. And I will tell you that is absolutely how I scaled my business. So if you are somebody who you want to build a big business, if you want to build a big business, drop big business in the chat for me. Okay. Big business in the chat for me. Um, I will tell you, you've got to put out more content. You know, you guys, I, I love all of you and appreciate all of you so much. This business is not difficult. This business is not hard. Um, this business is going to take you putting content out though. This business is going to take you showing up every day, not on days that are convenient to you. Um, I'm apologize. You don't even know, but I'm just going to apologize because I was late. You don't even know I was late because Marina is so perfect. Uh, I build such an enormous business. I had an emergency call for my business for, uh, our European corporate office, which I am super involved in. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but I have to do this. Like I have to take this call. I'll be there, but I build big business. My business because of how much content I produce while being in alignment with my culture is why I've personally recruited in 28 countries. And I don't say that to impress any of you, okay? Maybe some of you have recruited in more countries than 28, okay? I say that to you because the content was the king, the content allowed people everywhere from Spain. I see some of our Spanish team on here. I see some of our Dutch team on here. I see some of my Belgian team on here. I see some of our German team on here. I see y'all. Okay, I see the Americans. You know, I see all you guys. Like, you found me because I put out so much content. And then it was in alignment with who you are culturally, right? So, yes, I need all of you to put out more content. It will make you more badass. <laughs> All right. And that's what this training's about, right? But the culture is the queen. And so this is actually a, a team event we put on 811 people, obviously pre coronavirus, um, just a personal event that I, that I put on, on, on my dime, Eric recorded an incredible video for us for this event actually. But, um, at any rate, so, uh, you can see that there's some big culture going on here. Uh, I love, I love, I love all this. Okay. So culture, write this down. If you're taking notes, culture is happening, whether you create it, or whether you let someone else create it for you. So what do you want the culture to be? I already told you about core values. But what else matters to you? Right? What else matters to you? Are you going to be the leader? Or are you going to let other people dictate how your organization is run? 
Are you going to be the person who says, this is how we do things here? Or are you going to be the person who lets other people shove you around? I made a decision for where I wanted our team to go. I made a decision for how I wanted our team to speak to each other. I I made a decision for how I wanted people inside of our team to operate at a different standard and change the way network marketing is viewed because I took it as a very clear assignment from Eric Worre. (laughs) He said, we need to do better as a network marketing profession. He said this to me almost five years ago and I took it like it was my life mission. I want everybody to understand that this is a real profession. I want everybody to understand we are building big business. And it has to start with you making the decision of what you want your culture to be instead of letting other people, whether it's your upline, your company, your husband, your wife, your friends, your sidelines, your whatever, determine what it's going to be for you. I made the decision for what I wanted people to think about when they thought about our organization. So what matters to you? right? Determine your vision. We already kind of went through this. I wrote down a couple more words for you. So maybe you want to be known for love. Maybe you want to be known for come as you are. Everyone's welcome. Maybe you want to be known for a family environment, right? Build everything around this. Here's numero uno. I know we're translating into Spanish, so there must be a lot of Spanish speakers on here. (laughs) I love it. It starts with you. People watch what you do. You know, this might sound kind of strange. I don't know if it's going to sound strange or not, but I tell people all the time, I'm like, (laughs) are you just putting word, like letting words fall out of your mouth hole? Or is that actually how you feel about stuff? Let me give you an example. Okay. And if you're European, this is not going to make sense to you, or you're just going to have like a life epiphany for a quick second. You'll understand. Okay, let's get some audience participation, okay? In the chat, let me know if you would like an international organization. Drop a yes in the chat for me. Jessica does, Cindy does, Barda, Deborah, Siobhan, Rosalito, Yukiko, Noel, <laughs> Annalisa, uh, Carol. All right, it's going fast, going very fast now, okay. I mean, is there anyone who doesn't like, is anyone crazy and you just want to stay in your country? Like, let me just stay in my little zone. No. Okay, good. I was just hoping. All right. Let me tell you why I ask that. (laughs) The reason I ask if you want an international organization is what are you doing to prove that? And I say this because if you're American and you're on here, there is a 50% chance you do not own a passport. I know, international, like anybody outside of America right now is having their minds being blown. 50% of American citizens do not own a passport. (laughs) Crazy! Okay, crazy. Nuts. However, they have the audacity to tell people they want an international organization. How can you say you want an international organization and you can't even get on an airplane and go to France? You can't even get on an airplane and go to Sweden. You can't get on an airplane and go to Greece. You can't get on an airplane and go to Mexico. You can't get on an airplane and fly to London or Scotland or Ireland or Germany or Austria or Hungary or wherever the heck in the world y'all are from. What are you talking about? <laughs> How are you even going to go 
to Canada. Are you gonna sneak over the? Are you gonna swim? Are you gonna are you gonna swim over to Europe? Like I'm getting a rowboat. Okay, you're gonna get in a little dinghy. Okay, no, you're literally never. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I didn't mean like swim to Canada, but then I started thinking about America. I don't know. I thought I started thinking back about Europe. All right, I'm obsessed with Europe. All right. Anyway, it starts with you. People are watching what you do. They're watching your energy if you want a culture of high energy. They're watching your your feet. They're not watching your lips. Yeah, they hear the words that are coming out of your mouth. But it starts with you. It's all starting with you. All right? So how are you different? What makes you stand out? This photo you're looking at is one of our top leaders. She is hitting one of the, so there are 10 ranks in my company. She's hitting the eighth rank. That is a big deal. Okay. Big deal. I had her drive down. Uh, she didn't know. She didn't know how close she was. I had her log out of her back office, had her drive down uh, six hours. Her husband actually surprised her. He said that they were going to go. That's her husband behind her. They're, he was like, oh, babe, we're going to go to the store. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. And then it was like a six hour drive to the store and she ended up at my house. All right. But I wanted to be with her when she celebrated. And after this happened, this is somebody who said, uh, she had said, I can't recruit. I can't sell. Nobody wants to join me. I'm broken. You know, maybe some of you on here have felt like that before. I know I've felt like that before. Okay. She came down here watching her have this moment. And then we obviously maybe embraced and we were sobbing together, right? It doesn't even matter what I'm saying. Like the words that are falling out of my mouth right now, like whatever some of you are really analytical and you're writing down every word and our poor translators are trying to keep up with me you know god bless you oh my lord i hope this is translating well into spanish okay you will remember how my energy makes you feel okay it doesn't matter the actual words that i'm saying you are going to remember how i make you feel and so how do you want people in your organization to feel? Because if you're somebody, some of you need me to smack you across the face with this one, okay? Some of you are out there assigning tasks and then you're going to have your egos be hurt when somebody passes you. And let me tell you something. I pray for the day somebody on our team out recruits me. I pray for the day somebody on our team outsells me. I pray for the day somebody on our team goes whoop, right past me in influence. I wish. I pray. I say that because I don't want to manage these people. I want these people to have opportunities to shine. And if you want to build a strong culture, create opportunities for people to shine in tasks that they excel at. We all have different God-given gifts talents, skills, and convictions. Don't try to make everybody fit inside of your box, inside of your bucket. The reason I've been so, like when Marina said, I'm gonna go down in the history book, I, I was crying over here. You probably, my camera wasn't on yet, okay? But like, I think about that because the only reason that I will go down in any history book is not because of how much I've sold. Some of you need to hear this. It's not because of how much I've sold, and it's not because of how many people I've recruited. It's because of how many people whose light I've let shine. 
That is how you go down in history books. That is how your name lives on. And I want to say that to you because network marketing is a relationship business. It is. Some of you want to know how to scale your business from, you know, $10,000 a month or wherever you are to millions of dollars a month. Our organization does over $100 million in sales a year. Well over $100 million in sales a year, like almost $150 million last year. How do you have a nine-figure business? You get a nine-figure business by caring about people. Some of you are so stuck on the tactics. You're so stuck on what do I say? What do I do? Let people shine as who they are and it will happen for you too. So you want to make your culture the best, you better communicate. Like I said, you got to appreciate people for who they are. You have to encourage, 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 encourage. You need more teachers. It can't be all about you. You are going to pigeonhole yourself if everything has to be about you. Collaboration is currency. I don't know why I didn't write that down here. You should write that down. Collaboration is currency. Me knowing that I sit here on a call with you at 11.30 a.m. on a Tuesday and God knows how many meetings are going on around the world in my organization that I don't have to do anything for right now anymore is unbelievably freeing. It is because of the collaboration. It's because I've never been the... Okay, hold on. Now I've lied to you. I used to be a bull... It's a Wednesday? Oh, Lord have mercy. Thank you for saving me, Diana, because I really thought it was a Tuesday. I would have missed my Eric Worre next level mastermind. I'm kidding. I have a calendar. It would have set off an alarm. All right. But anyway, (laughs) thank you. Now I'll be there. Okay. It's Wednesday for real? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I really thought it was... Tuesday. I had myself convinced it was Tuesday. Okay. So happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for putting me back on track. Okay. Oh, wow. 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 That's not even a joke. I really, you know, when you know network marketing is the greatest of all time, you know, network marketing is the greatest of all time when you literally have no idea what day of the week it is. I love when people go, am I going to see you on Friday? I'm like, can you speak in days, please? And they're like, what? I'm like day on a calendar. Okay, I know this is the 11th. That's all I know. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. (laughs) Okay, sorry, sorry. I digress. I did not know. Okay, but this one right here where you praise what you want more of and you ignore what you don't has saved me so many arguments. And I know some of you on here, I don't know if you can see my camera anymore if you're just staring at the presentation. Maybe you can see like a little bit of me or something. But like I'm, I'm shaking my finger at you, okay? Because some of you, I know this, Your organization is not building because you are getting down in the gutter with people. Thank you, Genevieve. You're getting down in the gutter with people. Okay? If you're fighting with our team, it's not that I'm trying to ostracize you. It's that I'm trying to preserve these little angels that are wonderful. Okay? So... I don't have an interest in climbing down in the gutter with you and cussing people out and, you know, de-edifying the company, the product, or the profession. I don't have any interest in climbing down in the sewer, playing with the rats, you know, singing Ratatouille songs or whatever, and finding out all the drama of the, of, of the business. I don't care. In 
Instead, I want to praise the Francis's and the Eulas and the Dianas for showing up. I want to praise the people who are hitting core rank. I want to praise the people who are doing the assignments. I want to praise the people that get their passports. I want to praise the people who are on Zoom trainings. I want to praise the people who are helping out the organization. I want to praise the people and put them on a pedestal when they're when when I know the day sucks. I know their energy's low and they're doing it anyway. I see you. You're here. And you can't do that if you're down in the gutter. Get out of the gutter. I don't know who needs me to say that to you, but your culture will suffer if every single time the drama llamas show up, you jump down in there and you swim around in the sewer with them. Be fast to say, I'm not here for this. A little tip for that is stay hydrated. Okay, you guys can see me. So I just want to make sure you all see I'm always highly hydrated. When drama comes to me, I'm like, I'm, do you see how much I drink? I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be right back. I'm not coming back. All right, I'm not coming back. <laughs> all right. So, oh, the problem here is that this chat really is in the center of my screen. I don't really know what this says. So I'm just going to guess what my notes say. All right. Imagery is important. So this little thing right here, if you don't know, this is actually, I stole it from a sorority. There's a sorority called Zeta Tau Alpha. And I basically mimicked this whole crown thing. This is a crown, all right? It's not antlers, it's a crown, all right? Uh, our team name is the Empire. Imagery is important, right? People wanna be associated with something. I can't tell you how many people I've recruited that are like, I just wanted to throw a crown up. I'm like, really? They're like, I swear, I saw all these photos with these crowns in the hands and I wanted to do it. I'm like, cool. So this is obviously me in Germany. Um, some of you are German on here. I saw that. Oh my God, I missed it. Look at my schloss in the background. All right, so whoop. Um, I, in my, my cursor's not working. So like I understand how to move a chat logically. It's just not working right now. Oh God, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, whew, whew. sorry about that. All right, so back to this. You guys got me jumping all over the place. I think it says scripts as my first thing. This is important. All right. It's important that you use scripts because people can then follow a flow. Have people use shortcuts in their telephone. I found a really awesome app called Wordboard. If you want to write that down, Wordboard. It keeps me super, super organized. You can share the board with people so everybody has the same scripts as well. And then you all stay in cultural alignment. The ad tag message system, I'm sure you're familiar with it. Uh, I created that, what, six years ago now? Crazy. I feel like the whole profession uses it now. I love it. Okay, that's important because, again, it is a cultural cultural standpoint, right? You add people to one group. You all tag in the same thing. You send the same scripts. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, everything all at the same, okay? I'm gonna kind of fly through here because I've been, like, adding in extra stuff and I don't want to run out of your guys' time, Okay. So selling in general around culture, all of this stuff is going to help you guys. All this is going to help you. What is the story you're telling? What is the value you're adding? Are you using words like limited edition if you have limited edition stuff, right? Are you, is your follow-up designed so that everybody has the same culture, right? What is the culture? Do you show people? What did I say? I said your culture is going to be determined based off of what you do. People see me do this every single flipping day. They see, oh, this is, that's awkward. That's my XXX, whatever. That's fine. All right. <laughs> ah, that one's Ukrainian. 
man. We de we deported him, okay? Oh, geez. What a timely... I should have double-checked this. Can I go back one slide? No, we're not going back one slide, Mandy, okay? <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. We're not going to go back. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's go back into the presentation, okay? Back into the presentation. All right. I've, like, gone through other countries at this point. All right. We've moved on. All right. Eric Worry is, like, on a husband hunt for me. It's great. You know, it's it's awesome. Okay. You don't need to see selling again. No, not important. Not important. Here we go. Let's go into this. Okay. Again, I can't see everything on the screen, but I'm just going to tell you things that matter to me. All right. If somebody talks to you, respond. And I'm not even just talking about like this. Like I'm not even just talking about like somebody in a chat. If somebody Facebook messages you or somebody comments on your stuff, respond, right? Now, this next one is really important and I act, it's, so, it's so timely that I do this presentation with you guys because um, I have another one of these going out today, right? So I have another one of these favorite things, which I'm going to explain, um, going out to my personal recruits today because it's been six months since I sent out the last one. A my favorite thing. A, a my favorite things Google document is what I recommend. So write that down. A my favorite things Google document. And all you want to do is you make sure you have their name, phone number, email. Can you guys hear like my neighbor playing guitar or something? What is going on? What in the tarnations? All right. Uh, phone number and mailing address. Okay. So all of their information. And then I want you to ask them what their favorite things are. So find out their favorite store to shop in. Find out their favorite flower. Find out their favorite perfume. Find out their favorite or their shoe size, their shirt size. Find out their favorite colors. Find out their love languages. Find out the store that they would never shop in. Find out what their birthday is. Find out what their partner's names are if they have them. Find out what their, uh, if they like silver or if they like gold. Find out, you know, if their ears are pierced right? Find out all kinds of stuff about these people. Why? Further down the list, you see the word incentives. Well, let me tell you something. Everybody runs for different stuff. So as an example, if I know that you love to travel because you said that you would like a gift you would love would be, you know, travel gift cards or something like that. And I know your favorite airline to fly on is Emirates, right? I can really cater incentives to you. I can mail something to Melissa or Olu or whoever. Oh my God. Recording in progress. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! I just wanted to make sure you were all paying attention. <laughs> I 
told you something was wrong with my laptop. I think you guys thought I was joking. I wasn't joking. Oh my gosh, it literally just broke. Like, MacBook, yeah, surprise, Shadi! Okay, yeah, I don't know what just happened. So I was saying something around the idea of, that is so tragic. Can you believe that just happened to us? Oh my gosh. Well, that's okay. We're adaptable. Whew, I'm, now I'm schwitzing. Now I'm like literally sweating. That is like terrible. Okay, it's okay. We can get it together. We can get it together. All right. I know where I was. Don't worry. Okay, so what I was saying though is you can then run incentives that are specifically around what those people want, right? If there's a random contest you run, right? Like a totally random contest you run and Karen wins. I can't reshare anything. I'm on a telephone now. So um, if the laptop decides to come back from the dead, yes. Um, and I will send the presentation over to, uh, to Marina. Don't worry. We'll get it all over to you guys uh, because right now we are in, uh, we're in a special hell right now called Jesse Lee and technology. Don't get along. All right. Uh, anyway, so um, think about it though. Like let's do this together. How many of you have a favorite flower? And if you do, what is your favorite flower? Ooh, a lot of rose fans. That's interesting. See, you guys would get along with the worries very well because in their house, I'm pretty sure they either really like roses or somebody thinks they like roses. So their house is their beautiful house. Have you seen their home, by the way? Wow. Okay. Their home is full of those forever roses. Like, you know what I mean? The ones that don't die. They have tons of them. So anyway, mine's a peony in case every, anyone's wondering. Nobody asked, but I'm just letting you know. Okay. So you guys know what your favorite flowers are. Can you imagine... For those of you, there were some, um, some, some tulips in there. I saw that. Somebody said flowers in general. I love it. Orchids, etc. Okay. Can you imagine if when you hit top rank or whatever your next rank is or whatever, or maybe you had a great sales month, instead of a random set of flowers coming, maybe you hate roses. Maybe you hate lilies, right? Your favorite flower always shows up. Like I want you to think for a minute how it would make you feel. You would probably actually think that it's a series of coincidences if the culture is built correctly, right? You'd be like, what? Hold on a minute. How does she always know? How'd she know silver, not gold? How I like gold, actually, okay? Uh, how did she know that my dream car is whatever? How did she know that I love leopard print? How did she know that I love whatever, right? you might start to catch on that there's something culturally in there. And the reason I use that word culture there is because of, it's an actual image that hangs in my, my company's uh, corporate office. And it says, it says Jesse Lee Ward. And then it says, people don't leave where they're loved. People don't leave where they're loved. And for any of you who have ever felt unappreciated in a business or unappreciated in a job or unappreciated in a relationship, when you are appreciated, doesn't it just feel different? I'm going to answer it for you. Yes, it feels so different. Those of you who have been in really bad relationships, when you get in a good relationship, you're like, dear God, I have been missing out on a lot. Like, holy smokes, I, I, the bar was set way down here. I didn't even know it. 
right? And then you get into a business with a, with a sponsor that appreciates you, with a cult, with a company that appreciates you with whatever it is. And you're like, I'm not going anywhere. They could literally pay me less and I'm not going anywhere. Right? Like that is when you know something is you're, you're onto something. Okay. Now on that culture building slide, what it also mentions is I mentioned events and I know it can be difficult right now, obviously to, uh, to do events, to have events. I want to tell you a couple of things that I do when it comes to Zooms that have totally shifted the culture of even a Zoom call. Because I remember over a year ago now, Eric said on a Next Level Mastermind call, he said, you guys, I'm seeing it every day now. People are starting to get Zoom fatigue. Have any of you experienced that? Have any of you experienced Zoom fatigue? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like where you're just like living on Zooms all the time and your upline or your company or your whoever is like, okay, it's time for another Zoom. And you're kind of like, another Zoom with them. They're so boring. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, our team does not experience Zoom fatigue Possibly because this is Jesse Lee. <laughs> okay, but there is a certain uh, there's a certain flow I do around this. Okay, number one, I drive to Zooms like they're events. Okay, so the invites to the Zooms, the you know Telegram services to the Zooms, the Jesse Lee show. Yes, Leilani, I love it. Okay. It's a big event. Like, you don't want to miss out on blah, 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 blah. Now, hold on a second. I need you to actually have really good Zooms, though. Like, your culture. Okay, you spent money to be part of this, right? Like, don't I have a paid crowd right now? Like, hey. Okay, be smart about this. Put together trainings based off of the words that are coming out of my mouth. Or the words that are coming out of any of my friends' mouths. The words that came out of Marina Wari's mouth. I guarantee you could put a training together based off of that. I know you can. Right? So, that's first of all. Now, so my Zooms are very planned. Everything's planned. But then it's a show. So, here we go. I open all of our big Zooms with a dance party. A 15-minute dance party. Okay, now you don't have to do this. I'm not saying like it's a scheduled Zumba thing. Okay, we have a playlist. (laughs) All right, and you can do whatever you want. I don't care, but we have a playlist and everybody that shows up early to the Zoom, I spotlight nine people that are dancing. Now, I mentioned that empathy is one of my core values. Well, that would indicate that diversity matters to me. So I scroll through and I find people that look different. I find different genders, different races, different cultures, different clothing attire, different ages, everything. So we have nine different groups of people dancing on the screen to whatever that day's playlist is. Then right on the dot, I open the call. Right on the dot, I open the call, but hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, who's dancing now, right? I open the call to turn it over to a host. 
Okay, so this is important because culturally, if you're trying to build a big culture where people feel like they're part of something, I'm giving you the blueprint. Is this useful? Are you guys learning from this or am I like, are you like, oh, why am I learning about dance parties? I just want to like gauge the audience. Okay, so I'll make sure you're learning. Okay, so inside of that, I turn it over to a host. The host hosts the call for the entire month. Okay, so one person for Zooms. Okay, they open the call. They go over, first of all, core rank. Okay, well, they do a big welcome thing, right? So like a big, exciting welcome. Welcome to the call. If you're new, drop new in the comments below. Drop in the, drop in the chat something you're grateful for today. Drop in the chat where you're from. Let's get this going. Woo! Then they start talking about core rank, which is going to look different from all of our businesses. Then they bring on one to two, it depends on how long the person talks for, one to two people who hit core rank in the last week. Now, don't get caught up in your head around that where you're like, oh my God, your business is so much bigger than mine, Jesse Lee. I don't have one person hitting core rank every week. Then do somebody that hit it that month, right? Then do somebody that hit it the last two months, whatever. The whole purpose is so people can start seeing themselves as that core rank. They can start seeing themselves as a rising star in the organization. They get to talk in front of a thousand people. Woo! That's kind of scary, right? Like our team Zooms are big, 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 okay? Like we max the call, right? So in front of, you know, 800 to a thousand people, they're on this call and they're telling their prosperity story, how they found the team, the systems that they use, what they're doing with the money, where they came from, like maybe they were a doctor, maybe they were a, you know, a, a soccer mom, maybe they were a nurse, whatever, you get the point, okay? And so one to two people, then that host does a mini training. That host does a mini training, which one of my core values being excellence, I need to rise up more leaders, right? Right, okay? So Core value being excellence, I need to develop more leaders who are great orators. You don't become a great orator, aka speaker, by not speaking. So I know I need to put them in situations that make them nervous. So they get the four weeks, because they're hosting, to practice four new trainings. Does that make sense? Because the culture of it not being the Jesse Lee show is really important to me. I know I'm a big personality. I've known that my whole life. But what I can promise you is that if you let your ego get in the way of your business and everything has to be about you, your business will never scale. Nobody will want to be part of that culture because that culture is going to look tremendously toxic to people. Nobody is going to want to be part of it. So they train for 10 to 15 minutes and then they turn the call over to Jesse Lee. Okay, so everybody who hits core rank, I read their names off. So sometimes that list could be 200 people long and I just go through that entire core rank list from the last seven days. And then I go straight into a really powerful training, super high energy. I really give it my all. I don't do I don't do half of anything. All right. But for certain when it's talking about people's businesses and people's lives, I'm all in. The energy is wildly high, though. And I say, and not like, not like hyperactive. Some of you might be thinking, oh God, like are her calls like going to make me tired? No, not like that. Like, do you feel tired right now? Or do you feel like, oh, I mean, she's entertaining, but she's really smart. 
That's probably where you feel, right? That's probably what you're feeling, right? So I say that because if any of you feel like you're on your calls and you're just rambling, what I would promise will work better for you is cut the call time down, right? Cut the call time down. However long it takes you to get the message across is how long your calls can can and should be. If it doesn't take an hour to get it done, don't take an hour. If you can get it done in a half hour, get it done in a half hour. If you can get it done in 10 minutes, get it done in 10 minutes. It doesn't matter. It matters what the outcome of the call is. How are you going to show up and build a business around the culture? Because it's going to be really hard for you to build a culture when nobody's showing up to your calls because they're low energy, they're low information, they're drawn out, dragged out, and nobody's getting anything from it. Okay? Now, I'm a big believer in the use of you being the leader that builds out incentives. And here's what I mean by that. Please don't compare your paycheck to mine. That is a good way to leave this call today and feel terrible about yourself. So let's not do that. Okay. But everybody, everybody can incentivize people. Okay. When my check was $400 a month, I still did handwritten cards. I went to the dollar store and I bought a box of 10 cards or whatever for a dollar and I wrote cards and I mailed them to the team. And I know some people still have those cards from years and years and years ago. The words of affirmation people are freaking out about it still to this day, right? Don't think it needs to be, you know, Tiffany's necklaces or Rolexes or Birkin bags or, you know, coach bags or travel expenses or gift cards or any of those things. But what are you doing to recognize your team? I said earlier, don't get down in the gutter with people. I need us to get better as a profession at recognizing what we want to see more of. So if you want people to hit core rank or show up to a call or be present or be mindful or do whatever it is, then, uh uh-oh, how did that happen? Then I need you to start recognizing those things. There's somebody unmuted, by the way, and so I don't know how is that possible, but somebody's unmuted. Help, help. Okay. Ah! And they're like doing dishes. Are you cooking me lunch? I'm hungry. Cook me lunch. Thank you. Thank you so much. Whoever's cooking and baking in the kitchen and you're unmuted. Thank you. I would like a steak. I would like a steak, please. All right. Okay. But uh, that goes back to using that my favorite thing sheet. How are you running incentives? What are you doing for people? How are you making people feel? And something I love to do is I do love swag. I told you guys about the imagery. I told you about the crowns up, etc. The amount of swag that goes out of my home. Well, my headquarters. I have an office. I'm at my office right now. Okay. The amount of swag that goes out of my headquarters office every single day is crazy. And you don't have to do it the way I do it. But I would suggest around events. Like how many of you, you have your... Um, you have a company, a company that's doing events again. Does anybody have a company that you're starting to do, uh, events again? Like what if you went to the dollar store and you got notebooks for everybody who's going to the event so that they would have something to take notes in in case your company's not handling that or pens or shirts or hats or whatever. I don't know everybody's paychecks. I don't want to assume that. 
But our team is freaking branded, right? Our team has a different culture. Our team has shirts, has logos, has designs, has slogans. We use slogans, crowns up, and the slogan, um, only the best get crowned all the time, right? Our team even has, we even got a, um, a filter made on Instagram, I'm just giving you ideas. Don't feel like you have to do everything. We had a filter made for our team. So around team events, they can have these, they can have our, our trademarked crown on their head in photos on Instagram and Facebook. It literally went viral the last time we did a team event. I got a notification from like Instagram offices. They're like, your thing has been used over 10, your filter has been used over 10,000 times in the last hour. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. All right. There's so much you can do around this, but ultimately it comes down to what I said. And what I said was your culture is whatever you determine it to be. Your culture is exactly how you show up. Your culture is what people think about you and your organization. Your culture is going to help people determine whether or not they want to be part of what you're doing. And so whatever those words are that I gave you an assignment to write down, I need you to start going out into the world in your business and start doing more of that. Use the imagery around the core values. Schedule everything around the core values. Do the calls around the core values. Set up incentives around the core values. Know your people. Love your people. Travel to your people. See your people. Meet them where they are. And I say all those things because let me tell you something. It can be very, very easy, very, very easy to get frustrated. Trust me. I know. I've been doing this a while, right? Don't don't go there though. You'll end up having more appreciation for people and you'll start to understand that this business is actually not built on the high flyers the more you actually care about people. And I say that because I know a lot of you are the leaders. You're the high flyers in your organization. I just want to make sure you understand the success you've been having is not dictated on those influencers you have. It's not dictated. It has not been dictated on those, those big, you know, big, whatever you call them, you know, unicorn, diamond, elite, crown princess, whatever's. <laughs> okay. It's built on your steady eddies. It's built on the people who come in for the community, stay for the community, make the $1,000 a month, $500 a month, and their life is changed because they feel like they have passion and purpose. And if you can start to make people understand that you see them, there might be a day that something like, I don't know, a coronavirus comes around. Oh, hello, laptop. Nice to join us. There might be a day that something like a global pandemic comes around. There might be a day that somebody loses a job. There might be a day that somebody loses a partner and all of a sudden they have to go all in on the business. And if you have a strong culture where people feel seen and people feel appreciated and people feel loved, they'll pour right into that organization and they won't go anywhere. And this look, so here's an example of swag. Somebody was asking what's swag and I just looked down. I was like, oh, here's an example. Like this is just a piece of swag. It's a blender bottle that I gave to people, right? So I say all those things because culture, I do believe, is the one thing that if we can start to get better as a profession, as a whole at, this profession will start to be validated at a whole other level than anything we've ever seen before. We will be validated. People won't be saying anything about you and people, quite frankly, will want to join you.